Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. I have got another great guest, and I have to thank a friend right off the top. Casey Baker is a really good friend of mine, and uh, he is um, a member of my church, and uh, I got a chance to know this young man, and he's just a really, just just a good dude if I can just put it that way. And uh, Casey and I have talked about a lot of things on a range of topics, and he's put me in contact with a lot of people, including the gentleman that I'm sitting across the table from right now, and, and that would be Andy Wilson. And Andy is the executive director of Doing Business in Bentonville. He is a, a former employee at Walmart. He is, He's well engaged in this marketplace here. He knows Northwest Arkansas like the back of his hand. And I wanted to bring him on the show to talk a little bit about what he's doing, 
with doing business in, in Bentonville, as well as just a little bit about his backstory and how he ended up where we are right now. He had invited me to this beautiful home of his, and we're sitting here at the dining room table. And I, I, I mean, I just, I got to say, it's it's really good to finally meet you. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm, I'm fine, Randy. Great to meet you. Welcome to our home. Yes, It's sir. great to have you in our home, <laughs> home today. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to Casey Baker. Yes. Uh, you know, Casey, he is, uh, helps me so much. We've worked together in the past. As you said, he's a great dude. I like that. Yes. So Casey, thank you for connecting us. I really appreciate that, Casey. So it's wonderful to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited to spend time with you this afternoon. Well, you know, and I, and I, we just started talking before we, we actually got into the podcast and, and we brought up Sam Walton, of course, which is, is hard not to bring up. And, you started to just share a little bit about your background and history and, and experience with Walmart and where you started out. Would you mind just sharing with our audience? Because I think it lends itself to the overall conversation that we're going to have. Just tell us a little bit about your, as I like to call it, we, we call it here on the podcast, your superhero origin story and share that with the audience and just give, give them a glimpse of who Andy Wilson is. And then we'll get into doing business in Bentonville. Okay. Well, you know, first of all, I was very fortunate. I grew up in Alabama, and this is football season, so we'll start talking about that soon. Uh, but I grew up there and went to school there. And after school, I had a friend of mine to, that introduced me to Walmart. I've never heard of the company before. Mm-hmm. My father, uh, he was in retail. He was a merchant, owned his own store. And so I got, I got the retail early on in my life. And so long story short, I traveled to Bentonville and had an interview. And when I was sitting in the lobby in the, at the home office, this gentleman came out from this little side metal door. He put a dime in the coffee machine and he walked, he got a cup of coffee and he walked around and shaking hands with probably 10 people in the, in the lobby. Uh, me and my buddy from Alabama was uh, two of the 10. And he got to us last and he asked us, said, what are you boys doing here? And we said, we're here for an interview. And uh, so he said, you must be from the South. And I said, absolutely, we are. And so uh, he said, well, who are you interviewing with? We, we, I told him Vivian Dunaway. And he said, let me take you to her office. And he walked us back to her office. And he said to Vivian, Vivian, I found these two guys sitting in the lobby. They said they're going to meet with you. And they seem like great guys. And so uh, Vivian she said, that's quite an introduction. And I said, well, who was that? And she said, that's Sam Walton, <laughs> or we call him Mr. Sam here. And I said, okay, I met the man. Oh, Didn't wow. Know but, you know, that's how we got started. We had 120 stores when I started with the company, a regional chain. But it didn't take long to see the passion at Sam Walton, his love for retail, and, of course, his love for, for all of the associates at Walmart to be a merchant. So that's where we started in the stores to learn to be merchants and I learned about the stores. And so it was a great career. I started in the stores. I, I was a store manager, several stores, a district manager, which is covers so 10 to 12 stores. And then I was in, uh, I was a, um, a buyer in merchandising. Then I was, I was a regional vice president, which covered different regions in the country. And, you know, the last 10 years, I was asked to do something that, was quite extraordinary for me. I was asked to lead the people division or HR for the Walmart uh, U.S. side. And, you know, that that was a really great opportunity to not only meet people around the world, but to 
to work. That's when we were growing globally. We were, we were expanding rapidly throughout the world. So, you know, I got to spend time in that with that. And what a career. And, yeah. and met some wonderful people, still some friends, uh, some great leaders, men and women, that I just tried to learn everything I could from them. Wow. So that sounds like like 40 plus years of, of <laughs> it time. Feels like it, it feels you know, like no it. No question yeah. about it. Yeah. No, well, that, that's, yeah. That, is, that is great. And, and I mean, just that story that you shared about meeting Mr. Sam and, and you know, as I said to you, I just recently, I read his biography for the first time and then I listened to the Audible mm-hmm. version of it and just listening to it. And I listened to it once I got here. I read the, I read his biography many years ago, but coming here to Northwest Arkansas and Finally, you know, as I've been doing this podcast and meeting so many people that had been touched by him or had an experience with him and just hearing yours and all of the stories are, you know, they're synonymous in terms of the just how people, how he made people feel and also just what he was able to do even when the company was just getting off the ground because you were still at the bottom floor, even with 120 stores. That's right. That That's was right. the bottom floor and you've been able to, you've seen it grow to where it is now. That's right. And you know one of the one of the challenges that that we had that the current leadership have and there and I think the current leadership's doing a really good job, but what they have and we had the same thing is the culture is keeping the culture and not drifting away from what got us there and you know our people uh you know we said our people make the difference they truly do every day and uh I'm in stores every almost every day i'm in a store a store a club. And I still walk the stores. I still like to talk to the associates in the clubs and the stores. And, you know, they really do make the difference. Yeah. And, you know, the one of the things that is constant at Walmart is change. And, you know, the change is so important to organizations. I mean, if you don't change, you die. So, <laughs> you know, true. you better change. And Walmart's going through that. To, Walmart has always gone through it, but they have accelerated the change and they've had to accelerate the change because, you know, retail is so different today, you know, with online. And, and in fact, uh, just before you got here, there was a, a package delivered to my door today and I ordered it and it was here. Yeah, I ordered it yesterday, got here today. I never, I didn't have to go to a store to do it. You know, my daughter, who's a young mom, she loves online grocery. Right. You know, it, it, she's like, she was talking to me yesterday. I was having brunch with her yesterday and she was telling me about, you know, just before she left the house, she ordered her groceries. Right. But, you know, by her doing that, we had brunch together. Yeah. She had time to have brunch with her dad because she ordered that online and they're going to be delivered that afternoon. Right. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What's taking is. place. It is. It is. And, and you know, it's funny. Every, I think every, every company is trying to find their way around this. And, and certainly I think Walmart is working hard to try to achieve that objective in this space, especially in the online space. They, it's, it's, they are. It's They're a different really animal. It so. is. And, you know, Walmart decided early on that they would do pickup. And, you know, I love to talk in the stores and talk to the personal shoppers. Right. And here's what I asked them. I said, what did you do before? And I've never met one that didn't have many jobs before. And then I asked them, how do you like this job? They said, I love it. And then when you go to this uh, area up front where they take the product waiting and they track the car, uh, and when the car's coming in, they see the car on video where it's parked, and they have three minutes to be at that car to unload those to load those groceries into the car. You know, and I s- you see the pride that they take in that 
and they're so happy that they're being able to help a young mom or someone that's just so busy or whatever yeah. the case may be, they take such pride into that and that. And, you know, that's, that is the Walmart spirit coming through, accepting the change, embracing the change. Yeah. Yeah. Because technology, I mean, you know, time waits for no man or woman for right. that matter. That's and right. Things keep changing. So I, I think we either decide to embrace it or we can sit around and complain about it. Right. So. Right. That's right. So, so tell us a little bit about doing business in sure. Bentonville and, and, and how did that come about? You know, I will tell you, uh, I had a friend of mine who called me up one day and said, he asked me what I was doing. I was telling him, I was very, and I'm, I'm extremely busy right now. I'm doing a lot of things. I'm really blessed to be able to do that. And, but he said, I got the perfect job for you. Okay, what is it? He said, doing business in Bentonville. And I said, what is that? You know, and he told me about it. And he said, you know, it's been around for about 10 years. And he said, but we're ready for a change. And we want to do some things. He said, so um, he said, let's talk. So I had the opportunity to sit down with three of the leaders of that and the owners, if you will, of the brand. And we had a great conversation. And they said, you know, take it and do something with it. And if you want, I think you'd really love the space. And so I really uh, embraced it mm -hmm. because it's an opportunity for me to uh, step back in to the retail space, if you will, and then also connect with the um, some of the, the Walmart people and the Sam's people and then connect with the supplier community. And, you know, when we were, we remember when the suppliers came to Benton, Northwest Arkansas, right. and we were you know, we've seen that develop and we've seen when Procter & Gamble landed here as the first major supplier and it grow from there, which I think that's, that was excellent for Walmart and the suppliers to come together in a very central location. And I think it's been very, very beneficial. So I looked at all that and you mentioned Casey. I called Casey up and I told Casey, I said, you know, there's this company called, this organization called Doing Business in Bentonville. I said, Let's reinvent this a bit. And we sat down and brainstormed and we talked about, let's get online. Let's, let's go to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's build this reputation and uh, let's do some things with it. And so that's what we've done. We, we have, um, then I've been getting to reach into my former friends, colleagues at Walmart and Sam's. And so we recreated it. And basically it's this, first of all, I want to keep it what I call intimate. So what that is, is, is 100 to 125 people in the room. And so number one is, let's have a small, a small let's, a venue. Mm -hmm. That way we can have an intimate space. And I think we have a great dialogue in a space like that. Yeah. So the second objective was, let's find the Walmart executive that will be willing to come and talk about their business. And what we do, we brainstorm and think about what's relevant, what's coming. You know, we read all the headlines, you know, all the press. And so uh, Jason Schaefer was, uh, was one of our first guests. And we broke it up in the spring and fall semester. So in our spring semester, we invited Jason Schaefer, who leads a Walmart pickup. Yeah. And it was really simple. And I contacted him. I said, Jason, I want you to talk about the future. And and just talk about the future of pickup. And then, you know, what we have our executives to do is talk about 30, 30 to 40 minutes. 
to me, the best part comes next. That's the Q&A. And the audience in the room is suppliers and then also companies that work with suppliers. Okay. You know, we call third parties. Mm-hmm. So you've got a good mix in the room and everyone is connected to a Walmart or Sam some way and they help or support or sell product. And then the Q&A happens. That's the real richness of it because you have an executive not far from you from Walmart and you can ask that question and I, I facilitate that and we have the Q&A time. The third objective was that after the event, the Walmart person usually stays around for a while, so there can be some one-on-one, but then there's connection for the supplier community to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they're scattered all over the place. They're in build, different buildings, and they don't see each other, don't talk to each other. So our objective was really create a great place where great dialogue can take place and friendships, relationships can be established. And the main objective, the main objective was what we did that day has to help the customer. You know, it's got to solve a problem somewhere. You know, when, when you have you know, a $500 billion company and you've got 150 distribution centers out there that this product has to flow through to, before it ever gets to a Walmart store, once it arrives at the back door, it's got to put, put on the shelf. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of places it can go wrong. Yeah. Okay. Before it ever gets to the shelf or the customer shows up and purchase that. So what we do is talk about those breakdowns and how we can correct those, solve those. And ultimately that stores better in stock and that customer gets their product. And so when, when she walks in the door, we're in stock. Right. If we do that, <laughs> you know, it's been worth it. Yeah. And that's our goal. Okay. So how many, I guess, what the question I would want to ask is how many of the vendors are actually part of the doing business in Bentonville community, or is it open to all vendors? It's open to all vendors. Okay. It is. All right. It's open to all vendors, suppliers. Okay. okay. So then, and right as of last count, there's like 1,900 vendors or so. I mean, there's a lot, there, right? You're right. I would yeah. say it's 2,000 plus. 2,000 plus. Yeah, okay. Right, I, right. I don't want to shortchange anybody. Right. So yeah. It yeah. could be three, but it it's could, a lot. It's yes. a lot. Yes. Yeah. So how, I mean, how have they found benefit in participating in this event? And what are some of at what you've heard in, from a testimonial standpoint, what are some of the biggest takeaways okay. from experiencing this? Well, one of the things that was in place in doing business in Bentonville prior to me was a group of suppliers called a steering committee. And there's uh, about 25 or 30 of uh, this group. And so I, I, uh, what I did, I brought that group together before we ever kicked off our spring semester. And so I, I brought them together and I said, let's talk about the future of doing business in Bentonville. You know, and, and we, uh, I invited a friend of mine, Blake Wolfley, who facilitated the event so I could participate. And we asked a lot of good questions that day. We got great input from that on how we need to build this. What's the subjects that we should look for and go after? What are the key pressure points that suppliers have with Walmart or Sam's? And so we asked those questions. They gave them to us. And so that's how we built the spring semester. And so my, we also had Tony Rogers, who is over membership for Sam's Club. Okay. You know, they wanted to know about Sam's and the future, where Sam's is moving. So we brought Tony in, and he did a great job talking through that. And 
So in how SAMS is now integrating technology in so many ways, and I think SAMS has done a great job using technology uh, in their clubs. And uh, so, you know, those are the things we, we talked about. So after the spring semester, we brought them back together. And again, we asked a lot of the same questions. For fall, what are the key points? What are the pressure points? And so I'm listening to them, and now I'm building a relationship with the people that are there that attend, and I invite them to email me, and I invite myself over to their office and say, <laughs> look, I'll be glad to come to your office, sit down across the table and listen. Yeah. So I'm learning that way from really the ground up. And it seems like I, I would imagine that, um, you know, obviously everybody's got their own challenges or, or, or issues that they run into trying to do business with a Walmart or a Sam's. But it seems like you see patterns come up in terms of how these vendors are trying to interact with Walmart and Sam's. And maybe you have some solutions or some ideas about how they can overcome those challenges or just create systems of efficiency that help them to deliver a better service or product. That's right. We call them actionable takeaways, really. That's what we want to get at the end of our event. We hope that there's been several action ta- actionable takeaways that the supplier community can take back to their office. They can, if it's a Procter & Gamble, they can send it all the way up to Cincinnati, whatever mm-hmm. they need to do. But they come back and say, this helps me solve a problem or opportunity. And that's what we want that to look like for them. Because if we've done that and ultimately it, it goes back to our last objective and our most important objective is it helps that customer. Yeah. I love that. And I love the, the clock in I know. the background. <laughs> yeah. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I mean, I, I tell people all the time, we, we record wherever we can and, and when and where possible and can't control a clock folks, but you know, it does make for nice ambiance. It does. It's so it's perfect. So okay. no, I love that. So what is in store for, for doing business in Bentonville coming up in the future? What, what are you hoping to accomplish? Well, many of the same objectives, and when we, when I brought the steering committee to get the steering committee together again, we talked about what's, again, what's important mm-hmm. to the supplier community. And so we wanted to talk about super centers, you know. And so our next event, which kicks off our fall uh, semester, is September the 11th. And that's Todd Harbaugh. He's the executive vice president of super centers. I've known Todd for a long time, he's a, he's a friend. And uh, again, we sort of grew up up together there, mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of roles, and he, and he does a great job. But this is what Todd's going to talk about. He's going to talk about the future of the Walmart store. You think about that for a minute. Well, this what's the store going to look like in the future with all the technology that's happening around us, from pickup to delivery to all the things we we briefly mentioned? What does that store need to look like? Does it, should it look different? And then with all of the technology that's happening inside that store, from the robots ordering things, from self-checkouts, to all of the stuff happening, he's going to talk about that. What's the future store? Because one of the things I said at the very beginning, the most consistent thing at Walmart is change. Yeah. Okay. Well, Todd's going to share some of those important insights that they've been studying, they've been looking at, they've been talking about. I can't wait. You know, I can't wait. I mean, I, I, I was on the phone with him and we were having a briefing and I wanted to press him so bad, right. you know, but I said, no, I'm just going to let it hold because I want him to share it. 
wow. this together. So that's so, coming up. So anybody listening to this that obviously, I don't know where they would be would and they would not be aware of doing business in Bentonville, but how could they get involved and come to sure. whether it's this particular session or how many sessions are, do you we have three, three, we have, we have three this, this semester. So that you have a fall and a, and a spring semester. That's right. Okay. So six total. That's right. Okay. And so if I'm a vendor and mm-hmm. you know I'm just hearing about this, listening to it on the podcast or something like that, how would they get involved? Well, they go to our website. Okay. It's uh, DBB doing business in Bentonville, uh, NWA, right. both Arkansas.com. So DBB, nwa.com yeah and we'll put that in our show okay. notes too yeah and, and that'll be you can go on you can you can see uh on our website the upcoming uh fall semester mm-hmm. the speakers the dates and you can register for those uh events okay okay yeah and i think people can check out uh dbbnwa.com there's uh there's some great facebook live posts on there from previous semesters and some of the trainings that they've done and some of the speakers that they've had. And, and I actually watched one from the individual from Walmart that does online. And I thought that was really interesting. And I just think people need to avail themselves of that kind of information, especially, especially if you're, you're here in Northwest Arkansas and you're, you're doing business with Walmart and you want to get a leg up or kind of figure out what are the, some of the things that you need to do as you move forward. And, you know, we want to talk about things like this here on I Am Northwest Arkansas, because again, this is part of the fabric of our area. I mean, without the vendor community, there would, you know, Walmart would have a big problem. That's it, right. You know, and so it, it's kind of that symbiotic relationship that needs to exist. And doing business in Bentonville is helping to steward that relationship between the vendors, the third party folks, and Walmart and Sam's Club. And so uh, I really want to encourage anyone listening to this podcast to, to if you're part of that community, you need to get involved. If you desire to be part of that community, you need to get involved. And, and Andy, if, if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Well, I think the best way is to email me. Sure. If, and they can de- email Andy at uh, doing, doing business yeah. in Bentonville.com. Okay. And perfect. they can do that. They, go, they can go online on our website, reach me through there. Yeah. But I would appreciate you know, a lot people reaching out to me, have questions. It would be an honor. Well, yeah. I mean, and just to pick your brain, just to, I think some of the historical perspective that you have with regard to Walmart and Sam's and um, some of the relationships that you've had over the years, you probably, it for you, it's probably second hat, but for other people hearing some of those anecdotal stories about your experiences from back in the day to now gives a whole different perspective and understanding. And and I, like I said to you before we started recording, I have a new appreciation for Walmart just by listening to that audio biography of Sam Walton and everything that he's taken that he went through to get Walmart to where it ultimately is today. And the important, the other thing is that his legacy is still continuing right now right? through his children, through his grandchildren, and everybody has had a profound, and also everybody that he brought in early on, people like yourself and others that were there at the beginning and now you look at it and you're just like, wow. I mean, it's just to see how, how much it's grown. It is. Yeah. It is. It's amazing what's taken place in that company. And you're right. What's taken, and then what the, what the found, a family foundation has done, yeah. you know, and how they're taking those resources and spreading those resources around the world. You know, we were at an event again. I was, uh, I was a young manager and we always had our year beginning meetings in February and around February time, 
January, February, but it was around Sam and Helen's anniversary. And Helen was there at this particular event. She said something. Sam got her to come up and say a few words. She said something that I've never forgotten. And the Walton Foundation is doing this today. She said, it's not important on what you gather in life, but what's important is what you scatter in life. And we look in our area and we, we see the scattering that takes place all over. But, and then you read about, I read an article this week about the water supply and the Walton Foundation is putting millions into improving the water supply. And it's on and on and on. But that was Helen Walton's philosophy. And mm-hmm. that came from Miss Walton all the way down to the Walton Foundation, and that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. You know, isn't that great, though? It is that's great. taking place. It is great, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, like I said, I get, I, I love hearing stories like that. It almost gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I can only imagine it gives you goosebumps because you were in the room. I was in the room yeah, when she said it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I can kind of get it second nature. So, yeah, but right. um, no, I, I, I think that that is really good. And, and, you know, you've been in Northwest Arkansas now for a long time. What does Northwest Arkansas mean to you? Well, first of all, uh, we've been here over 30 years. And so, first of all, it means it's home. Yeah. This is our home now. Our daughter was raised here, and she she's married, and her and her husband raising her children here. And, you know, and, and their children are beginning to enter the school that they went to. Yeah. And that's in that generation. <laughs> so, it means everything to me because it's family. It's home. It's family. And, you know, we have wonderful friends. And so that is what it means to me. Okay. It's, you know, it, there's no reason. I don't want to ever go anyplace else. Right. This is home, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it, the, it just feels good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, then since, since this is home, I, I'm sure you've got some places that you enjoy partaking of here in Northwest Arkansas. I'm going to put you on the spot because I didn't prepare you for this. But why don't you share with our audience your favorite place to eat? Oh, and well, I, don't, I, and I don't know if that'll get you in trouble because, oh, yeah. you know, if, maybe if you go to several places, you know, yeah. some of the chefs at those other restaurants are going to be yeah. upset with you. But why don't you share like your favorite place to eat? And you can mention more than one. Yeah, so. well, you know, we have some great places to eat. And, you know, although we live close to Fayetteville, yeah. uh, you know, we love going north, what we call going north now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> going north. Yeah, you know, it's I like that. yeah, because it's the restaurants and, uh, you know, the new the restaurants all over Rogers downtown Bentonville. Yeah, many many of them are our favorite, and we enjoy going up. And uh, we still we still have to go down to Hugo's, you know, downtown Fayetteville, hang out, get a burger a down there, right? Yeah. You, that you got to do that, experience it. But I will tell you my favorite thing I do now. My hobby is cycling. Oh, and you know I got into cycling early on because of the Greenway. Mm-hmm. I bought a bike and. And I rode it on a greenway and, and that was probably seven or eight bikes ago. <laughs> and, and the cycling community here is so strong. It is. And it is. the greatest thing that I did, I joined a group and I got into a group and met a lot of friends and they helped me to, to really step my game up. And so for the last 10 years, I've been, and in the last couple, a lot, I've been working on my cycling but we just returned from an event in Wichita Falls, Texas. Mm-hmm. We were there over the weekend, left Friday, me and a group of guys, about 10 of us. And we went down and rode hotter than hell. And it's a 100-mile road ride and a 67-mile 
gravel ride. Wow. I have more than one bike, have multiple bikes. And, uh, and so, but this area, because of the, the greenway, the mountain bike trails, the road riding, that's great here. That prepared, you know, us to do something like that as a team. And so again, it goes back to the Walton foundation, you know, again, spreading that throughout our area, creating wonderful space for cycling and, you know, improves your health and it's social. And, and, um, and so that's one, again, and then you get to visit those restaurants along along the greenway. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And I think people will appreciate this. When I first came here to visit, I stayed down at the Dixon Street Inn, mm-hmm. and every morning I would get up and run on the Razorback Trail right by, right through campus. Right. And that was my first real experience here right. in Fayetteville. Right. And I got to say, I, I enjoyed it every morning. And I was like, I, you know, I said, if I do move here, I'm going to ride this thing a lot. And I've, and I've ridden, I haven't done the square to square, which is from Fayetteville Square mm-hmm. to Bentonville Square, which is almost like what, 25, 30 miles? 30, 30 miles. 30 miles, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, there is, I've had some friends come and visit. We've gotten on the Greenway and rode like 20 miles. And you can just go. Right. And before you know it, you've passed campus. You're down yeah. toward, towards the south part of town, almost to Drake Field. I mean, yeah. there's just a lot that you can do here as far as getting out and cycling. And, you, and you're absolutely right. And I think even one of Sam's grandsons is big into mountain biking. They, they are, right. Yeah. And so yeah. Jim create- Walton's sons, they're the ones that are they're really passionate about it. And, you know, we, we ranked right now, well, uh, Northwest Arkansas ranks five uh, in the country on cycling. Wow. And they're, you know, you know their goal is one. <laughs> you know, and you know what? They'll get it there. I think they yeah, will. I do too. Uh, I do because too. Because they're passionate about it. They've got a lot of great people around them. And so, again, the resources that's available to them, I think you'll get to, I think that'll happen here. And that's so great for our community. Oh, yeah. It's needed because, again, it, like you said earlier, it fosters health. It encourages right. people to get out and do things. I mean, we just got an extension put on where I live over by Gully Park. So now the Greenway is connected to Gully Park. That's You're great. almost done with it. But just what you can do, what you couldn't even do just five years ago, you can do now. That's right. And so, yeah, and I, I really, that is that is a, a really nice thing. So, it is. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So. Any final thoughts before we close out? You know, uh, first of all, thank you. It's, oh, been, a, my it's been an honor. If I would love to mention our two other event dates, if I could. Absolutely. For the fall. Sure. The, um, I mentioned September 11th with mm-hmm. Todd Harbaugh. October the 24th, the title of that event is What's Next in Tech? It's going to be about technology. We're going to talk about the future of technology, not only or, you know, from a Walmart perspective, but from a supplier's perspective. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a panel of experts there to have dialogue around this. And the experts, the panel of experts are awesome. We just finalized that this week. And we're going to even talk about education there a bit. One of the things that we found out in our research around technology is that women are not growing as fast in that space as other spaces that they're doing. And so we're going to have someone there to talk about how we can change that, how we can make a better impact on women's growth there in technology and some things like that. Even we're going to reach back even into the college level and, and do some things and talk about some things. So again, back to our community. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be really good. And then the last event we have is no is November the 14th. 
And that's when, you know, one of the things that we, that, that we were asked to do is talk about global. And, you know, so we're going to talk super centers. We're going to talk technology. And the last thing we're going to do, we're going to take a global trip around the world and talk about Walmart. All around the world, different countries. And J.P. Suarez is going to be there. He's executive vice president of international. And we're going to put some people around him. And we're going to talk about the global footprint of Walmart and what's going on around the world. Yeah. So that's going to be our fall. I'm excited. I, I'm excited, too. <laughs> that, that's, I may have to show up and be a fly on the wall just to hear what's being said. But now that sounds like a lot of fun. But we'll make sure that we put that in our show notes. And this will be coming out before September 11th, October 24th. And November 14th. But even after that time, if you're listening to this podcast this winter or sometime next spring or whenever you choose to pick up the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast, just go to www.dbbnwa.com. Those initials will get you right to doing business in Bentonville's website. You can learn more about Andy, everything that he's doing, everything that Casey and the rest of the team are doing, and what's happening at that point in time. So I really encourage you to take advantage of that. If you're certainly if you're part of the vendor community, you want to get involved with that because there's so many great things happening. And, and I gotta say, you know, when you 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 call you talk about doing business in Bentonville, I don't think people that are from this area are going to even recognize Bentonville in the next five to ten years. Oh, yeah. I agree. It's gonna be like totally different. Right. And um, so I'm I'm excited to see that as well. And so I'm much. I'm the new kid on the block. So take that for what it's worth. But Andy Wilson, thank you so much for having us to your home and and being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, folks. Andy Wilson, Executive Director of Doing Business in Bentonville. So excited to have him on the podcast and have him kind of share from his heart what's going on, what he's doing, and a little bit about his background and history. And I hope you enjoyed that. I just love historical stories and perspectives. So everything he shared about Sam Walton and Helen Walton. First of all, I just want to encourage you guys, if you haven't read Sam Walton's book, you need to read it. Please get that book and read it. You can get it on Audible. You can find it on Amazon. You can go to your library and take it out and um, just enjoy it. It's a really good biography, and it will really give you a perspective on what the man was all about, or Mr. Sam, as they say, and certainly I think you will appreciate that. But I appreciate each and every one of you that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, that share it around. And I kind of wanted to share something with you that I just got in the mail earlier today, as a matter of fact. And I, I didn't get it in the mail, but it was just shared. And it, it was simply a review that somebody left on the um, iTunes podcast review. And it says, I was recruited by a local hospital to my job in NWA. I am from Southeast Arkansas and had never really looked into what the region had to offer. Stumbled on this podcast a few months before the move and was quickly interested in the area and keeping notes on all the things going on. This show may cover the intersection of entrepreneurship and culture, but the community is what keeps me coming back. Keep up the good work, and I am Northwest Arkansas. I am proud to say I love my community and that of the surrounding cities, and a lot of that is due to this show guiding me on all the happenings. I got this, and I was blown away, and I just, this is my why when it comes to this podcast, so I really appreciate that person sharing this uh, information and this review, and and. I hope that I Am Northwest Arkansas impacts you in the same way. And I really appreciate you being a listener. And remember, sharing is caring. So if you know someone that likes podcasts or is starting to listen to them, share this show with them. I think they'll like it. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you next week with another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. See you later. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.